And we are back with our first ever exciting episode of Rick's Holiday Horror Review Show. Rick's Rated R Holiday Horror Review Show, where we review all things related to holiday horror. Holiday horror movies. Holiday horror TV shows. Holiday horror Christmas carols that you heard that one time when you had to take the train to work because your car broke down. Anyway, we review that shit here because we love it. But there's a very special type of holiday horror that we love most. Creepy, creepy Catholic churches. And holiday demonic possessions where the spirit of a, of a demon that loves Christmas takes over your body. Maybe, maybe holiday zombies. Where they're trying to kill you with a candy cane. Maybe, uh, maybe a witch that really, that really likes New Year's. Anyway, we love that shit around here. We absolutely love all things related to horror. And as I just said, this is a very first special. Holiday horror special. All throughout the month, or the remainder of this month, I mean, December's not over. I mean, December hasn't started yet, so we're still in November by the time this airs, right? Yeah, there'll be a couple of days left, but you know what? It's never too early, right? It's like you should never get your uh, Christmas shopping done too late, right? You you don't wait, do you, Billy? Well, you know, I uh, don't partake in the uh, consumerism that occurs uh, during the holidays. And by the way, I I don't have anyone to buy anything for. I'm an AI. Hey, what? The? Are, you are you mocking me? Oh, I'm, I'm not mocking you. Just that's funny. Anyway, I mean, yeah, I, I don't have anything to buy. I, I don't need anything. Okay, that's good. So you, uh, I'm assuming you didn't partake in the uh, in the Black Friday uh, shopping spree. Oh, no, I, I, I would not. Oh, no, I would never do that. I mean, that's just way. I mean, if I could, if I had a body, maybe. But um, I mean, I, we could totally make a body. But, you know, I, I just don't. What, what do I need? I don't need a TV. What about a toaster? I don't eat. You don't eat. I, I don't need. I'm an AI man. I don't, I don't have an innate for that. Hmm. Fascinating. Anyway, welcome back to our show. If you're new around here, welcome. If you're not new, welcome back. And before my producers uh, remind me, I'd like to remind you, the audience, that we are on the socials. Isn't that right, Billy? Yeah, you can find us on instagram at rick's horror and on the tiktok at rick's horror and on youtube at rick's horror that's right we have all three of them now there's also a facebook page but i mean i never do anything there anyway today's episode is a lot special of course it's always special but it is special right i mean because not because every day is special by the way every day is special a lot Today's episode is special because we're going to review our very first horror Christmas movie. And what a movie this turned out to be. Today is going to be one of those episodes that just, uh, you know, that's just not worth it. I'm sorry. Uh, today's movie, by the way, if I haven't mentioned this before, 
It's called a Christmas horror story. It's been around a couple of years now, but I gotta say, uh, I mean, definitely a Christmas horror story, but in all the bad ways, to be honest. Um, anyway, if you're new, we have a show format, and it's been modified slightly, so if you're a returning listener, you might not remember it, but we have several new segments. First and foremost, we're going to talk about what kind of horror film this is. And then we'll get into the things I liked. The things I didn't like. And we'll talk about whether or not this film is scary. Importantly, of course, is, is this film entertaining? Do I recommend this film? We are not going to give a, uh, two ratings this time around because we're just not going to do plot review, commentary, and script accurate dramatization of scenes. I just don't think this movie's worth it. So I'm foreshadowing the rating right now, but uh, let's get right into it, huh? Yeah, let's, let's, uh, I, I don't think you should waste too much time with a movie that you don't think it's going to, well, I mean, I don't know what you're going to say. It sounds like it's not a good movie, right? We'll get into that part. But first, what kind of film is this? This is an anthology style film, meaning there's several stories tied together somehow or some way and usually you know i'm a fan of these kind of stories I, I find it that when the characters intersect at a particular juncture of the movie either at the beginning or at the end it's you know it's a fascinating thing i do like anthology films anthology shows they're fun and they're interesting i like they've several different stories going in different directions i think that's fun and this is an anthology film that deals with zombies, chainslings, uh, religious beliefs, European religious folklore, and also Christmas in general. Okay? So, I think that's it. The Things I Like, sponsored by no one. Okay, so, as I just mentioned, this is an anthology film. And I thought that some of these stories had a tremendous amount of potential. It's going to be no surprise to you that, of course, I thought the Catholic Church story, which there is one, give it up for the Catholic Church story. And what I mean by that is, you know, there's like typical Catholic Church shit. There's a demon or there's a nun and this God or, you know, that kind of stuff. I thought that story had potential, not because it's obviously one of my favorite things, if not my favorite thing in horror. But I thought, you know, what, what they were trying to tell was an interesting story is just poorly executed. I also thought that the Santa Claus story was also, you know, interesting. And uh, I thought a, a decent movie could have been put together with that story as well. And I'm not talking about the general Santa Claus story where he's dropping off, the kid, you know, uh, gifts at midnight and, uh, and eating uh, cookies and, uh, and, uh, and that sort of stuff. By the way, did you have a chimney growing up, Billy? I, I already told you, I don't, I don't have an AI. I, I, I'm sorry, I, I'm an AI, I didn't have a chimney. Oh, you know what they used to tell us in those, uh, those poor homes for, for, us, for all of us who don't have chimneys? Ah, uh, no. They used to tell us that Santa Claus would magically shrink himself somehow and shrink his sleigh and his bag of toys and somehow get under the door in his miniature size and somehow return the normal size drop off gifts, and then shrink himself again, and then go out the, you know, the, the bottom portion of the door. What do you think about that story? 
I mean, I, I, I mean, the whole Santa Claus thing is it's crazy to begin with. So, I mean, what's another crazy thing? You think they have a key to people's stores, right? Yeah, I mean, him. I mean, that's kind of creepy. I mean, why not? Why, why make, why make his job so difficult? You know, I want my goddamn gift. Well, I mean, sure. Yo, by the way, are you, uh, are you asking Santa for anything? Uh, this Christmas? No, I, I, uh, I, uh, I don't know yet. I haven't made up my mind. Well, but what about you? Yeah, I haven't made up my mind yet either. But you know, you've been a good AI, right? Yeah, you're not. You haven't turned into kill her AI yet, right? Well, I mean, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I guess you won't really know that, huh? Yeah, very funny, Billy. Anyway, that's it for the things I liked. The things I didn't like. All right, you know, usually I don't like to be negative about films, but, you know, I like to give a rating and, you know, I like that I didn't like it. But, I mean, there's some things that just should not be made. I'm sorry. This film was just poorly acted. It just was. There's no two ways about it. I'm sorry that these actors got paid and congratulations to them. But I felt like everybody was just mailing it in. Like when you're mailing your letter to Santa. Did you mail your letter to Santa yet, Billy? No, I think I'm just going to send an email. Oh. It's poorly acted. It was poorly shot. I felt like these shots were all over the place. And I, I, I didn't feel like any of the shots were uh, conveying emotions or feelings as a film should. I just thought it was just like, well, we're going to put that shot. Right, you just kind of over there with the camera. And then you shoot that guy there. And then, you know, you just, just stay there and just shoot. Like, it wasn't thought about it. Like, it wasn't storyboarded. And, of course, maybe it was. I wasn't there. I wasn't in the production. And I don't want to shit too much on the people who are producing their movie. Of course, everybody works hard, but we can all put out duds. Not us. Every episode is special here. A lot. And they had stunts from like the 1950s. I mean, seriously, you throwing a guy through a window and you slow that down. How many fucking times have you seen that in a movie? Come on. You know, give me something else. You know, I hate repetitive shit. And this thing was just like out of like the repetition playbook. Who wrote this movie? I think I know who. Was it Johnson? Uh, I mean, it's a Christmas story. And, uh, you know, people like Christmas horror stories. So we had to put one together. So what's the big deal? You didn't like it. You don't have to say negative things about it. The thing is, if I don't say negative things about it, they're going to continue making trash like this because you keep just thinking that no one's going to complain about it. But no, not here. We're going to complain about it this time. You're ruining Christmas, Johnson. I mean, it's just a story. It's not even real. You're supposed to be entertained. I tried to be entertained. I tried. But guess what? I couldn't. So on top of the poor stunts from like the 1950s, and by the way, it's not that there's anything wrong with stunts from the 1950s. It's just that we've been seeing them since the 1950s. I don't want to see the same stunt over and over. If you know what stunt I'm talking about, I'm not going to ruin it for you. Okay. Poor special effects. Literally, I can do better things with my, uh, with my computer at home. I can generate better special effects than they did for this film. I mean, they were just horrible. Santa's workshop, the zombies, it was just it, like they had a, uh, you know, like no budget. And I get it. Some films don't have a budget, but you can get creative. It just feels like they just splice this thing together and then just said, you know, we're going to put this out because people want to consume this 
and you know we'll get a return on our investment they don't care about you this film was not made for you in mind this film was i think a definitely just a cash grab so poor special effects and uh yeah it just feels like someone said uh let's feed these horror idiots some christmas horror bullshit <laughs> they'll just eat it right up <laughs> anyway is this film scary a resounding no not at all this film is not scary at all it has some gore which again looks really shitty and really cheap terrible 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 is this film entertaining most importantly because you can have a, a terrible movie that you know can can be entertaining you know it's like well it's what they all you know, what people say right billy yeah they the old uh, it's so bad it's good yeah no this film is so bad it's bad who would watch this i would rather watch the mac academy microsoft word video tutorial from 1989 than to have to sit through this movie again and if you haven't seen the mac academy microsoft word tutorial video from 1989 then you have no idea what you're missing go check that out on the old youtubes oh no you really don't like this movie this movie was horrible. I'll give you a little context, just in case you say, well, you know, I'll judge the film for myself, which I always encourage you to do. I didn't like it, but go watch it yourself. See what you think. I'll give you a little bit of context so that you're better prepared for the film than I was. So in one of these stories, I said this is an anthology film. Anthology. Anthology. Features what's called a changeling. Now, if you don't know what a changeling is, well, it's a term that's rooted in European folklore and it's particularly prevalent in the medieval period. And the concept of a changeling revolves around the beliefs that fairies, trolls, and other supernatural beings of the time would secretly swap their own offspring with human children. Now, the child is left in place of the human child. And that's known as a changeling. Well, you think you have your own kid, but no, you got a changeling. Hey, is this mine? No, I'm a changeling. Hey. What happens to your kid? I don't know. They get take it somewhere else. Hey, what's my kid? Hey, what you do? Okay, I'll take care of your changeling. What's going to happen to my kid? Hey, well, don't you worry about your kid. We'll take care of it. All right, you sure? Yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. Forget about it. Hey, we'll take care of your kid. Now, according to these myths of changelings and stories, they were often characterized by unusual behavior. They act a little funny. They have physical abnormalities or developmental issues. Uh, they suffer from, uh, you know, or rather they exhibit traits such as uh, extreme gluttony, which is not typical to children, unusual crying, and, you know, somewhat odd appearances. Now, I, I think the reason for this exchange in terms of changing the changeling with your kid is a little different in many tales. Uh, and some of these tales suggest that it was done as a prank. <laughs> I take this human kitten and drop off one of our own. They love it. <laughs> Lo humans love humor. <laughs> Others believe that it was because the supernatural beings wanted a human child to raise because they admire the beauty of human children. Let's get a puppy. Much cuter. Now, of course, it's important to know that the concept of changing as if you don't know this. Well, this is news to me. Please go on. 
This is an entirely mythical creature and has no basic in scientific reality, by the way. And as you know, around here, we like to explain things and we like shit that's based on scientific reality. Of course, all of this shit reflects historical beliefs and superstitions about the supernatural and the unknown. But thankfully, in modern times, the term changings is sometimes just used metaphorically. Okay, so who describe a person who changes their behavior or appearance in a significant way. Like, hey, what happened to Johnson? He's, you know, did his nose get bigger? Anyway, a little more context. Krampus. If you don't know who Krampus is, Krampus is on. Kramp, hey, yo, Krampus, what are you doing here, man? Hey, what I tell you? I told you to stay in Eastern European. What are you, what are you, what are you doing here in America? You come over on the Mayflower? So Krampus is another one of the stories. This is the, uh, the uh, again, as I mentioned earlier, this is, this is an anthology film. So Krampus shows up in the Christmas horror story. And I'm sorry, I didn't mention to you earlier, the Changeling shows up in, well, the Changeling story. So Krampus, hey, yo, Krampus, what are you doing here? Krampus is, uh, I guess, a historical <laughs> folklore figure, uh, European folklore here. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, 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 neither do your exercises. You're right. Oh, now, brown cow, unique New York. Thank you, I'm better. So he's from uh, Central and Eastern European folklore, particularly, of course, associated with the Christmas season. You may have already heard about Krampus, but how much do you really know? He's often depicted as a demonic half-goat. We like demons. Demonic half-goat, half-demon creature serving as a contrast to the old benevolent Saint Nick, who, by the way, is, of course, and you know this, is the inspiration for Santa Claus. Maybe you don't know. Santa Claus was invented by the Coca-Cola Corporation, wasn't it? I mean, I think the modern-day physical appearance of it, maybe. So the legend of Krampus is that he originates from regions including Austria, Bavaria, Croatia, the Czech Republic, Hungary, some parts of Northern Italy, and Slovenia. And he typically is portrayed, as I just mentioned, as a beast-like creature with those horns and dark hair and fangs and, uh, you know, unusually long tongue. He carries chains and, uh, you know, they're supposed to symbolize the binding of the devil and the Christian church and a bundle of birch sticks used to swap naughty children. That's fun. You better watch out. You better watch out. I guess if you're naughty, this guy comes for you. Anyway, he is the counterpart to St. Nicholas, as I just mentioned. And while St. Nicholas, or Santa Claus, rewards good children with gifts. Whoa! Ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas to you, little Ricky. Here's that train set you always wanted, but your parents couldn't afford. Ah, a lot. Ah, a lot personal there. Oh, no, that's just a random story that, that popped into my head. <laughs> and Krampus punishes those who have misbehaved. And in some traditions, Krampus is said to capture particularly naughty children in his sack and carry them, carry them away to his lair. Now, if I butcher this, let me know. Krampus, Krampus, Nat. 
Krampusnacht. Krampusnacht is celebrated on December 5th, the night before the Feast of St. Nicholas. And Krampusnacht is the night when Krampus is set to roam the streets, sometimes accompanied by old jolly St. Nicholas. What a, what a fun pair those two must be. And it's time for a festive Krampus runs where people dress as Krampus and parade through the streets. That's actually something that's celebrated. Ah, oh, that's that's interesting. That's right. So that's a little bit of background that I thought might be useful for you if you are going to attempt to watch this film. I am not going to get into the story. I am not going to get into characters. We're going to give this film a rating. And then we're going to call this one Finito. This movie, unfortunately, as I just said to me, should not have been made. So without further ado, this movie deserves a zero. This is a zero out of ten. Some things should not be made. If you're going to make an anthology film, why not do it with some style, Marty? But this one wasn't done with any style. It wasn't done with any substance. It wasn't done uh, with anything other in mind than to gouge you for your money or your time, which is even worse. Anyway, that's our first episode of Rick's Holiday Horror Movie Review. Rick's Rated R Holiday Horror Movie Review. We really appreciate you stopping by, and my producers are telling me Please visit our old socials and the old TikToks, Instagram, and Facebooks, and YouTubes at Rick's Horror. We'll catch you again next time on another episode of Rick's Holiday Horror Movie Review Show.